Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 21st chapter. Jesus said, There will be signs in sun and moon and stars and on the earth distress of nations and perplexity because of the roaring of the sea and the waves, people fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then they shall see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with glory, with power and great glory. Now, when these things begin to take place, straighten up, raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. And he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they come out in leaf, you see for yourselves and know that the summer is already near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all has taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But watch yourselves, lest your your hearts be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and cares of this life. And that day come upon you suddenly like a trap. For it will come upon all who dwell on the face of the whole earth. But stay awake at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Well, my friends, whether you and I like it or not, there has always been and always will be signs around us. Yes, there will be signs in the universe, signs in nature, signs amid our lives. But that may lead us to ask the question, what specifically is meant by signs? In our reading from the Gospel of Luke, Jesus does not preach about signs, but simply points out the fact that there will be signs. All of us will see and experience things in the universe, on the earth, and in our lives that will be out of control. Things out of control. Yes, storms and eclipses and earthquakes and tsunamis, hurricanes, wars, riots, death, and things that defy all the laws of nature will come upon us and make us feel, get this, make us feel very, very out of control, very tiny, and very helpless. Simply stated, Jesus said that there will be signs that create chaos and hardship. And the world? (laughs) Yes, the world. Well, Jesus said that the world would be confused and perplexed by these signs. When the signs happen, the world will not know what to do or which way to turn. The signs will put the world into an embarrassing, difficult place of uncertainty. But after some time, 
Jesus says that the world will move not from confusion to certainty, but from confusion to fear. Yes, to fear. Keep in mind that what the actual sign is, is not really the point. The point is this, when the signs do happen, the world will respond two ways. Yes, the world will respond two ways. First, the world will stop in its tracks and scratch its head. And second, when the world realizes that it is out of its depths, that the signs are unpredictable and, yes, uncontrollable, well, the world will run for the hills in fainting fear. But isn't that the way that it goes? If you think about it, it is quite typical. Indeed, it is quite typical. These signs, they happen. Mankind cannot believe what mankind is seeing. And then once mankind begins to realize that these signs are bigger and more powerful than our little tiny determined wills, well, then security, it just kind of falls right out of the heart. And what takes its place? Yes, fear sets in. And once fear sets in, well, with fear, all sorts of crazy things happen. Now, as we have heard in our gospel reading, yes, as we've heard in our gospel reading, Jesus tells us exactly what will happen. He says, get this, that our hearts, your innermost being, yes, your innermost being will become depressed. It will become pressed down. It will become heavy. Now, keep in mind, this is not just a feeling of heaviness, but Jesus says that your innermost being will be heavy with a divided racing mind and a sense of being paralyzed or numbed with pain. It will be like, actually, like you, you are trapped and cannot escape a mind that is racing to all sorts of irrational thoughts while at the same time feeling paralyzed in your heart and perhaps numb in your joints and nerves. Indeed, when these uncontrollable signs happen, and after the shock has perhaps worn off, hearts will become weighed down. People's most innermost thoughts will become trapped with frantic, disconnected thoughts, crippled emotions, and numbness. Now, it will not be popular to say this right now, Indeed, it won't be popular to say this right now, but we need to admit that we have seen much of this, much of what is being described and spoken of in our gospel reading in the last 11 months. Now, I am not saying this to be self-righteous or cruel. I'm not trying to score any political points by addressing this either. But rather, the gospel reading from Luke actually fits to our present context, get this to a T. And the reason why the gospel reading is so applicable, yes, why it is so applicable to us right here and right now, is that the Holy Scriptures actually interpret us, and they understand how it is with us. In his teaching, Jesus understands how you and me and our culture respond to uncontrollable signs. Remember, my friends, that there's nothing new under the sun. There's indeed nothing new under the sun. We respond to powerful signs just as everyone else has responded before us. And everybody who comes after us, well, they will respond the same, of, same as us as well. We are predictable because we are the same. You see, do not believe the myth that we are somehow more superior emotionally and mentally than those who have come before us. That is a myth. 
theologically, there is no such thing as a sophisticated modern man that is invincible and sturdy amid the uncontrollable signs that we see and experience in life. Now, we must also pause and address something else that will not be popular to talk about either. And that is this. There are some who like to play the Rambo card. Yes, Sylvester Stallone, the old Rambo card. You know what I mean. There are those in our culture that see those signs, and instead of being burdened and pressed down with irrational racing thoughts and paralyzed feelings and numbness, well, these individuals, they do not go this way, but they go the way of pulling themselves up by their bootstraps, and they defy the signs. Like a spiritual Rambo or a religious muscle head, They gear up with defiance and they look at the sign and they say, Signs, I am your worst nightmare. Friends, let me be as blunt as possible. Right now, in our culture, in our culture, we have what can only be described as a war between those who are fighting the signs of 2020. Yes, those who are fighting the signs of 2020 and those who are in flight away from the signs of 2020. Some are running away from the signs and some are running right at them. You see, those who are more cautious with the signs of 2020 are pointing their fingers at everyone else with a shameful shaking head saying this, you are a bunch of deniers, you are reckless, you are unloving. And those who are more aggressive with the signs of 2020, well, they are snubbing their noses while looking down on everyone else, saying, you are fearful, you are weak, and you are crazy. But dear friends, hear me loud and clear. Both of these are wrong. They're not only wrong, but they are also caught in a vicious cycle of blame, self-righteousness, and arrogance. And to make things even more damning, they do not go the way of faith. Lord, have mercy on you and especially me. Jesus, though, he tells you and me to be on guard so that our hearts may not be weighed down with racing thoughts and crippled minds and numb feelings For this is not the way of faith. But instead, Jesus tells us that when we see and when we experience these uncontrollable and powerful signs, that we should stand up and raise our heads. Now, we we, we need to stop. We need to pause right there. Those of you who tend to be spiritual rambles, spiritual muscle heads, do not think for a minute that Jesus is affirming you. When Jesus says to stand up and raise your heads, he's not telling you and me to raise up in our own strength to fight the signs. When we see these uncontrollable signs, we are indeed to stand up and kick aside these racing thoughts and toss aside these paralyzed feelings. We are to stand and raise our heads, but not to fight. Indeed, not to fight, but to look outside of our puny power to redemption that draws near. Friends, it is not about fleeing. It is not about fleeing or fighting the signs. But the signs, get this, the signs are meant to drive us to Christ. 
to drive us to Christ. What this means is that there is no division in Christ's church. You see, if you are trapped in the fear of the uncontrollable signs, you are called to stand up and confidently lift up your head because Christ Jesus has not only purchased you from the evil one, but he has redeemed you, he's marked you as his own, he has claimed you, and he is drawing near to you and will continue to draw near to you. And if you have fooled yourself into believing that you are a spiritual ramble, look away from your small spiritual biceps. Yes, lift up your heads and stand up. Christ Jesus has purchased and redeemed you. He is drawing near to you and will continue to draw near to you until the end of the age. And get this, when we all stand and lift our heads together, what we find is that we as Christians, we are all united No division. You see, running away from the signs and fear is not faith. Running towards the signs with aggression is not faith as well. But standing together, shoulder to shoulder, chins lifted high, gazing upon Christ, that is faith. That is unity. Faith clings to Christ. It does not run to the hills or to self-sufficiency. Faith looks to Christ. Faith receives Christ. And as we stand together in faith, this faith looks away from these uncontrollable signs to hope. We heard about that in our epistle reading as well. Yes, we stand together with hope, knowing that Jesus is coming back again to make all things new. You see, even if the world comes completely apart at the seams due to the uncontrollable signs, my friends, you shall not fear or fight, for the Lord is with you. He holds all things, including you. And so, dear baptized saints, with lifted heads, hear and receive Jesus in his word and sacraments today. That is right, despite all of the sin, all of the calamity, all the terror, all the fear, stand and hear and receive Christ who draws near to you in the word and sacraments. Regardless of the good times, whether the times are good or bad or sickness or health, know that Christ is here for you in his word and sacraments. Know that Christ is coming back to take you home someday and make all things right. Dear baptized saints of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, lift up your heads this day. Do not fear the uncontrollable signs. Do not fight the uncontrollable signs. Stand. Lift up that chin. Rest in Christ with confidence. Trust in Jesus. He is your assurance. He is for you. Trust Christ. Rest in Christ. He holds you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I ask you to please stand, lift up your chins, and let us confess together our faith as expressed in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org 
or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The The Lord Lord bless and keep you. you.